Chapter 4 Everything Comes Around Sometimes I have an experience that is meaningful on so many levels that it freaks me out a bit. <laughs> this particular weekend was one of those times. I was on vacation that week and I had have had a lot of amazing experiences but my thoughts return to that weekend quite often. Here's how it went down. I had an opportunity to meet Anna Lydia Monaco of Latina Fashion, Lifestyle, and Beauty Bloggers. It was a group that I had recently joined. That in itself was phenomenal. All the women I have met so far through my blogging groups have been amazing. I enjoy them in person as much as I enjoy getting to know them online. Anna Lydia is also in a group that I belong to on Facebook called SoCal Lady Bloggers. She had recently asked me to join the blogger collaborative that she had spearheaded. Anna Lydia writes for her own blog in addition to running a full-time public relations business. And she had recently been awarded a seat on Count Me In's Business Accelerator Program. And this is one busy lady. I went to an event on that Saturday called an LL Blog Fashion Swap. It was a way to help out the community by donating clothing to a local women's shelter. What was, an, what was unique about it was that it was a swap. I have been to hundreds of clothing drives and fundraisers over the years, so I know what I'm talking about. They are rarely fun. This one was different. I, t it, I took a few items to donate for the swap. I chose a, a, a couple things from my closet. A dress, a few jackets and skirts, a few bags, and some other accessories. When I arrived, Anna Lydia gave me tickets in exchange for the items that I brought. I was able to use these tickets to buy items that other people brought to donate. And then the tickets were also used as raffle tickets, and I ended up winning some swanky spa lotions and soaps. All the ladies who attended and donated items hung around talking and, uh, and, and enjoying coffee and crepes. <laughs> Mari, who had, led, um, who had organized the, the event, led the group in a fashion circle. It was a discussion group about fashion. It was so my thing, it was scary. I felt very relaxed and happy with this cool group of women at this quaint coffee house, talking about clothes and food and blogging. We went around the circle introducing ourselves and sharing about our history and what had brought us there. We asked and answered questions about fashion. We had so much in common, and yet we were all very different. It was so inspiring. Once all the donated items were displayed boutique style, we went shopping. I picked out a dress, a jacket, a bracelet, and a bag. I had more than enough tickets with which to purchase my items. I walked away with new, well, new to me stuff, and I had a blast. When Candy Cervantes from Curves Ahead Makeup and Fancy Steps Boutique walked into the room, I had to look twice because 
I actually thought she was my cousin. She looks just like my gorgeous cousin, Nikki Ann. It could have been that as soon as I arrived in this general area of town, I began having flashbacks to my youth when I would sit and visit my I began having flashbacks to my youth when I would visit my grandparents and aunts and uncles who lived in that area. My parents grew up in East Los Angeles and met each other at Garfield High School. My grandparents lived in La Puente. My aunt and uncle and cousins lived in Monterey Park, Whittier, Rosemead, and the City of Industry. I had visited those places when I was a kid, and I often spent weekends with my nana and tata, and as soon as I could drive there on my own, I would hang out there. I had not been back there in over 15 years at this point. Most everyone I know who lived there has moved away or passed on. I found it nice and refreshing to be in that place. It felt comfortable to me, and seeing my cousin's smiling face had something to do with it. One of the best parts of the day was discovering a great coffee house called Coffee and Crepes by Vicky. It was the perfect venue for this event. Vicky likes to help out the community and is involved in making the local area a great place to visit. Victoria, Victoria Chavez Calderon, owner of Coffee and Crepes by Vicky, is on the City of Monterey Park's Art and Culture Commission. She supports artists and local talent by providing a venue and meeting place in addition to her work as commissioner. Coffee and Crepes by Vicki has an upstairs lounge area where she hosts an open mic night and karaoke. Original paintings by artists like Lalo Garcia hang on the walls. A few of the bloggers were concerned about the location of the venue for the fashion swap event. I couldn't disagree more. It was the perfect location. It was close to the freeway, easy to find, on a main street with shopping and restaurants. It was exciting that they found this gem, a diamond in the rough perhaps, in East LA. Not only were the crepes and coffee to die for, the hospitality and generosity of Vicki and her staff were over the top. I felt like family, and I can't wait to return. I'm hoping to have the chance to return to East Los Angeles and take advantage of the open mic night at Coffee and Crepes by Vicki. I've been looking for a family-friendly location to practice my poetry reading, and this place is everything I could hope for. Since I started blogging and meeting new people, I've been inspired to share my poetry. I want to do a poetry reading. I want to know what it feels like to be on stage reading my own words. I don't know why or how, but there is a desire in my heart to break out in this new direction. One of the new friends that I made that Saturday is Susana Hernandez. Susana is a, is a businesswoman with her Susanna has a business with her mom, making and selling nutcrackers. Yes, those are the decorative kind that you find around the holidays. But these are not German soldiers like the traditional nutcrackers. Susanna's business is called Latin Inspired Designs, and she sells these unique nutcrackers on her website. 
They are beautifully handcrafted and hand-painted by her family. Her mother, Olivia, designs and sews all of the intricately designed costumes for each figure. Latin-inspired designs specializes in the only authentically designed Latin nutcracker collection made to honor and celebrate the traditions and beauty of Mexican culture and art forms. I thoroughly enjoyed meeting Susana and felt like I found an instant friend. She and I connected through our love of inspiration. I strive to be inspired and to inspire others. And she writes about the very same thing. I was inspired by meeting this woman who is living her dream. Susanna said, I wanted something for my family. I thought if others can do it, why couldn't I? She worked so hard to start a business and make something of herself doing something that she is so very passionate about. She and her mom work together and use their natural talents and abilities. They are setting an example for the next generations in their family. Susanna's children and grandchildren will not only have the beautiful products of their matriarch's designs, but they are being given the gift of the rich history and culture of the Latin community and an opportunity to keep it alive. After being inspired by Susanna's story and enjoying a bit of my own family's history, I had the chance to sit down and talk with Carolyn West, co-founder of SoCal Lady Bloggers. Carolyn asked me what my goals and objectives are for my blogging. She had just read my 100th blog post and knows where I've been the past six months. Now she wanted to know where I planned on going. She has been so nice as a coach and mentor, even without knowing it, as, and she shared her experience and wisdom while leading the group. I trust her and value her opinion. I told Carolyn about my plans to continue practice writing and blogging about anything and everything. I'm using this vehicle to gain experience and find my groove while I become a better writer. My goal is to write and publish a novel and to complete and publish all of the books that I've started over the years. I told Carolyn about my plan to self-publish and to engage the social media platform that I've been building to promote the pre-sale and ultimate publishing of my books online. Her vote of confidence and encouragement meant the world to me. Carolyn is also aware of my desire to perform and read my poetry publicly. She has continually encouraged me to do it and promises that she will attend. I know all of my family will support me, and now I know I have the support of my blogging friends. I've even found the place. All I have left to do is set a date. After the fashion swap was over, and all of the clothes and donated items were packed up, the group of ladies went to a little boutique a few doors down from Coffee and Crepes by Vicky, which was called Calibri Boutique. This little shop is a favorite of Mari Salinas, who organized the day's events. Mari has connected with the owner and is involved with her in the women's circles and other healing events within the community. I had a brief discussion with Mari as we were packing up the donations. She is a bright young lady with an insight on life that I truly admire. 
Mari comes from Texas and is in the fashion business. She's a big, bold, and beautiful lady. She exudes a sense of confidence that I wish I possessed when I was in my thirties. While at the boutique, I noticed that there were hummingbirds everywhere. I love hummingbirds, and I shared my story with the owner of the shop and her mother of how two hummingbirds hovered overhead the day my sister was hospitalized the year before. I was trying to decide if I should hurry to her bedside or continue with plans that I had for that day with my husband and kids. It was the 4th of July. When the hummingbirds flew by, circled and hovered in front of me, I felt the presence of my parents and their wish for me to be with my sister was confirmed in my heart. I went to her side, and I'm glad I did because my sister passed away late that night. The mother of the owner of Calibri Boutique told me that this is why the shop is called Calibri. Calibri is the word for hummingbird in Spanish. Her husband came to her as a hummingbird after he passed away. She said that experience is common. It still sends chills down my spine when I think of all the things that had to come together for me to be in that shop, sharing that story with that woman at that moment. After shopping, it felt as though no one really wanted to go home yet. Someone suggested getting a bite to eat. Then a few of the ladies decided to go to one of their favorite local restaurants. I found myself tagging along. After spending the day with my newfound Latina sisters, I had a craving for Mexican food. We went to a restaurant called La Parilla. I ate some of the most decadent food that I have had for a long time. My mouth waters now as I think of the handmade guacamole, the queso con chorizo, the handmade tortillas, and the pollo con mole. I was so excited about it and loved it so much, I texted my brother and my husband pictures of the food, which I didn't do a lot at that time. I couldn't help myself. Part of me was saying, hey, look at me, look at what I'm having. And the other part of me was saying, neener, 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 I'm here and you're not. <laughs> I don't know why. The funniest thing about my texts of these pictures is that my brother did not receive them until 2 a.m. and actually thought that I was still in East L.A. partying it up and eating mole in the middle of the night, even though it had been like 5 p.m. when this was going on. The last part that was main that last part about me and my brother was mainly in response to a retort that my brother had given me when I told him that I had been accepted into the Latina Blogger Collaborative. He actually said, "So, you are Latina now?" And I deserved that. For the past 10 years or so, I had rejected my Hispanic background. It has simply been because I never felt like I fit in or knew much about it. It could have been because my own cousin's wife had called me white bread, B-R-E-D, and I had to look it up to see what it meant. <laughs> so Urban Dictionary defines white bread as anything which is stereotypically white, 
often referring to an individual brought up in a very white society or a town that is predominantly white and typically middle or upper middle class, similar to WASP. She was correct. I grew up in a middle class Caucasian neighborhood. I am a product of my surroundings. I also spent some time embracing my European background. I found out that I am part French-Irish on my dad's side of the family who are predominantly Mexican. I was around 20 when I found this out, and my mother's side of the family had settled in the southwestern United States, were mostly from California and New Mexico, and I'm fourth generation American on both sides. The only time I had stepped foot on foreign ground is when I had visited the border towns of Tijuana and Juarez, Mexico, and British Columbia, Canada. I had also been on a trip to Paris, France. My name, Melissa, is of Greek origin, and although I was named after my uncle, Melesio, I like to tell my nieces and nephews that I'm Greek, so I deserved it if a few members of my family rolled their eyes when I found out that when they found out that I was just now embracing my Latino heritage at 44 years of age. So it was the day before Father's Day, and I spent the whole day in the city where my dad was born. I spent the day identifying with my Latina girlfriends. I learned about what East Los Angeles had to offer these days. I met some of the best people who care so, so much about each other and the greater community. I was inspired by the women who, like me, were just doing the best they could with what they had and were doing everything they could to make their dreams come true. I ate some of the foods that reminded me of my parents and grandparents. I thought about how this was the area where my parents met for the first time. I thought about how everything comes around. It is all relative. There are no coincidences. I love L.A.